Well, hello, everyone. It is my distinct honor and privilege to welcome Ms. Eleanor Stutz to our event this morning, the Spotlight on Success Series. We're proud of what we do. We simply ask our interviewees five questions. We promote their services and products, and we have an opportunity to network globally. I will be inviting Ms. Stutz to our event right now so that she can interact with me. The video camera is not required. We stream to a global audience. I will now invite, okay, I see the link. This is the most difficult part. This is where the handshake, getting that initial interaction started. And I'm very proud and honored that Eleanor is here with us. I've sent an invite, and we will now commence with our interview. Invite Eleanor Stutz. The system is very efficient and effective, but as with any new platform, it takes a little tinkering initially. I like interacting with people. And I've invited Eleanor on stage so that she can interact with us. But we do not need the video camera, as previously discussed. We can simply engage in an audio interaction, which is also very efficient and effective. Eleanor has included her links in the chat, and I encourage everyone to view them and connect with her. She's accepted and she's connecting. Eleanor and I have been going back and forth for months concerning different platforms that she uses. I really like her content and I really like seeing the different types of content that she has available on her websites and the YouTube channel as well. I'm very familiar with YouTube and I assist people in creating channels. Hi, Eleanor. How are you? I'm doing great, Jack. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me as well, because these communication exercises are a two-way street. You and I have been going back and forth for several months. I'm extremely honored to have you here. I've sent you a copy of the questions. Let's go to question one and provide me with your feedback on it. Okay. So what started me on my professional journey? Um, I didn't know it at the time, but growing up, I was trained to be a salesperson. Uh, my mother taught me to be nice to everybody I ever encounter. And my dad said, no matter what gets in your way, just continue going. And one night I knew I couldn't be an entrepreneur anymore. I had to earn more money. My husband came home and said, I know what you should do. You have the personality of a salesperson. I thought that was a tremendous insult, but it turned out he was right. It's all intuitive for me. So essentially, you've taken that quality about yourself and parlayed it into a very successful and interactive global business. I did. Um, the first part was the corporate sales experience, which was very ugly. And I take the ugly experiences and turn them into something better. But that answers your question at the bottom. Nevertheless, I wrote a corporate tell-all, but then I became an entrepreneur after having more than enough. And I enjoy being an entrepreneur and trying my own way of 
building and growing business and meeting people worldwide. I'm having the time of my life now. Ugly is great because ugly gives us a 360 approach to whatever we do in life. It actually balances out with the good. So we need the ugly to obtain that unique and seasoned perspective and to encourage others along their journey as well. Exactly. I'm one who had a near-death experience. I was in a bad car crash, and um, I supposedly had an irreparable broken neck, but two visions came to me. I was to be a speaker and to begin giving back to communities, and in the moment I said a fervent yes in my mind. And uh, the next day when I was heavily medicated for surgery, the surgeon let me know he didn't expect me to survive. And I shot back. I fully expect to be well. And four hours later, I was deemed the walking miracle. So in essence, it's all about personal affirmations and beliefs and using them as the foundation for everything we do and just flat out achieve success at some point. Right. Don't take you can't do this. That won't work. Be of your own mindset, positive thinking, and know that you can achieve anything you set your mind to. You may need some help, but you can do it. And that's very important, not only to affirm to ourselves daily, but to our growing and engaging audience. Number two, Eleanor, could you give me some feedback on question number two on the menu? My favorite part of being a professional is meeting people from around the globe and learning what they're doing. Travel was always my passion. And so even in the pandemic, I could at least meet people worldwide via the internet. And um, I just learned from people everywhere and I can pick and choose who I'm friends with and not just stuck with people in my neighborhood. It's working out very well for me and I'm building a tremendous audience in the process. As am I. And one of the things I do is I answer spam, believe it or not. Uh, Many people have opinions of spammers and scammers. I actually interact with those people and simply take the behaviors that they demonstrate every day and refine them in a positive way. So this is the 50 or 60 percent of the clientele that I may meet on a daily basis. Educating people and inviting them onto our team is very uh, noteworthy and it's something that needs to continue. Question number three, Eleanor. Uh, What are some things you wish you had known when you'd started out in your career? Um, I think that um, the number one thing, probably I always felt very alone and people branded me as being stupid, but I kept going. I didn't let it get me down. And over time, I learned that being different is part of building your brand. And once I read that, I thought, oh, my goodness, I was doing it right all along. It's uh, differentiating yourself from everyone else in your field and those you encounter. It works to your benefit. And that's how recognition starts building is by delivering your best with integrity, being trustworthy, and being different. It intrigues people, and they want to learn more. One of the things that I will add in, quite simply, is I've always asked a lot lately to provide my branding information and to provide elevator pitches, etc. I actually wanted to contribute to your blog, and there were a lot of rules and regulations that I couldn't conform to, so I wasn't able to do that. 
but I have refined my elevator pitch significantly. And what my elevator pitch essentially is, is your vision is my mission. And that's all I do now on a daily basis. Your vision is my mission. Because if I understand your vision, I can interact with you. I can have subsequent conversations and interactions. I can promote your activities. And I have an expert in that area that I can liaison with at any time. Win, 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 win. Okay, what I refer to that is connecting the dots. Um, The vision isn't exactly the same, but you find a sweet spot where you can move forward together. That's what I look for, the collaborative effort. And I would also agree with that. But when I'm meeting people for the first time, I decided, and I'm sure you'll agree, I'm a bull in the china shop. So I vastly needed to improve my communication efforts with people. I'm a turtle without a shell. I put it all out there. I'm 100 miles an hour. And that is not the approach that breeds success with people and encourages additional interaction. And I learned a lot about reflecting on our previous conversations. Um, That's true. That's true. A lot of people approach me. I'm not saying you did this, but other people on on one particular platform keep wanting to sell me without ever having read my profile. And that's the wrong approach. You have to find out why people want to connect, what their interests are. You put the other person first so that you can find those dots to connect and move forward together. Question number four. Could I get a response on question number four from you, Eleanor? Who or what keeps you inspired? Um, it began, I never realized it growing up. I found it annoying at the dinner table every single night. My dad would give a sports analogy about how the team not supposed to win won either the game or the championship and how you have to keep going forward no matter what. And then he'd end it with saying every single night, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And growing up, that was annoying. But looking back, it sank into my brain. And no matter what was thrown at me, I keep going. Always. Yes, and I see that with your production of content and elevating the standards and everything that you produce and inviting others to participate with you. So that's very important. Invite, excite, and engage is what I allude to when I have presentations and interactions with people. And let's close it down with question number five, Eleanor. What is one important thing that people should know about you? Um, I never give up. I expect equal treatment. And when something doesn't sound right, I will start asking questions to make the other person think about what they just said so that we can find an agreement. It's a relaxed style of negotiation to come to a meeting point. Otherwise, I know to move on. One of the things that I do when I communicate on the phone and podcasts and also online and messages is I look at communication to be like a volleyball game or a tennis game, back and forth, back and forth, basketball, back and forth. I always make sure I am the last one to comment because if I'm the last one to comment in a written email or a transaction, I'm always giving that opportunity to the individual that I'm interacting with an opportunity to respond. 
And I do that with you and everybody else, and that's so effective. That's a very good point. And, uh, yeah, don't ignore communication, but respond to it. One of the things that I mentioned to you, and I had planned on making this a 15-minute presentation, but since I've been wanting to speak with you for so long and have an interaction with you, is it okay if we go for 30 minutes? Oh, sure. Okay, because I always like to ask permission. I'm more of a kinder approach and a permission-based approach now. I remember that I had sent you a bunch of links, YouTube links. I believe I sent you Referral Life. I sent you a David Allen Capital link, just miscellaneous links. I linked you to death. And I wanted to get your opinion or your feedback on that approach so that we could have a brief interaction in exploring uh, additional platforms and opportunities. Yeah, uh, my style would be once there is agreement. First, I ask permission to send links. And once there's agreement, then I look at them to see if there's any interest or commonality that, that we can explore. Um, truthfully, I don't recall the links that you sent. It must have been a while ago. Well, I'm going to send you one on YouTube. I'm sorry, on LinkedIn right now. What I would like you to do is not necessarily approach the link from what the link does or says, but approach the link from your association with me in the past, present, and in the future. Because whenever I network with someone, Eleanor, sometimes I focus strictly on the content of the link that I send folks. And other times the link is live, the link is valid, and we talk about everything else but what's in the link. Okay. So I should look at it after we're done speaking. Is that correct? That's correct. There's no sense in looking at it right now. We don't need to do uh, many different things. Uh, that's fine. So you have been in this business for a long time. Do you feel yes. in many cases that you are a trendsetter, that you essentially had a vision and were doing things online when no one else was? Because when I take a look at your YouTube content, that's what I see you as, a visionary, a person that's been out there for a long time before the current trend on online meetings, online content development, and all of this stuff that we're doing virtual. I see you as being a virtual pioneer. Uh, it's kind of funny. I always felt as if I was born ahead of my time, <laughs> the wrong generation. And uh, it continues going. I wasn't supposed to be in sales. I was a pioneer woman, female salesperson. And uh, that's why the treatment was so awful. And then as an entrepreneur, people said, oh, you're going to fail. You have no business being uh, at, in business as an entrepreneur. And uh, the wonderful comments continued, but I keep going. And then people where I lived never understood a thing that I was saying. And social media was announced. And a friend of mine who was a marketing genius at the time said she's creating a group to teach people the better usage of social media. Would I like to join? I was the first one to join in. And she taught me remarkable things. The scariest, believe it or not, I was highly competitive at the time. She said the secret is to be collaborative. 
it was scary, but I decided to give it a try and it worked wonders and I've never, ever stopped. I continue to make introductions. I collaborate with people. And over time, because of her instruction, I became known as a top 1% influencer via CRED. Now, see, that's outstanding. And it was all a matter of simply demonstrating your commitment and resolve and then interacting based on those principles. Great. Yes. I think it's wonderful. Now, one of the things I noticed that you do, Eleanor, is, and from my experiences, everything that I see out there on you focuses on you, your books, your seminars, your webinars, your events, everything revolves around you and your brand and your focus. If I had a question for you uh, concerning maybe an aspect of what you do or just a, a, a general question, would you be able to refer me to a person that specializes in that? Uh, it's possible, but um, I'd like to uh, refine what you just said about me via my blog. I'm doing primarily guest blogs now, so I don't know how you're interpreting that it's all about me. The purpose of the blog is to help readers advance their careers with a bit more ease, whether they're um, an employee or an entrepreneur or own a big corporation. And the advice from experts around the world contribute to that effort. It's part of my community service. So I don't believe it centers on me. The other thing that I do is I'm on the social media committee for Inclusion Allies Coalition, committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so that's definitely not about me either. It's about everybody. We need to change the standards in this country and globally. Oh, no. When I said that, Eleanor, uh, no offense was meant. Uh, what I meant by that is, uh, how could I explain this? To, okay, I'll just explain it the way I'm thinking. Your blog is your focus. When you provide advice to people, you base your advice on your experiences, etc. But what I do is I'm more or less, so when I say all about you, I don't mean that in a negative way. You're focused on the experiences that you have, the information that you have, your book writing experiences, et cetera. But what I was asking is I'm essentially always focused on the other person. If you look at the content that I produce, one day it's this, one day it's that. It's not about uh, me. The content is not about me. It's about the other people that I'm engaged with. So I guess to make a long story short, since I am networking with you right now, this is a very, very engaging interview. People are listening in. We have uh, 22 people right now that are following us. This is outstanding considering the short notice. So this is good. Do you ever want to get to a point in your career where you provide personal and professional resources to people that may be other people? not necessarily based on your own experiences, your own books, and your own content. I guess that would be the way I would ask that question. Okay, I'm still not agreeing with completely with what you're saying. My sales style always was to put the other person first, and I write about that all the time. You have no idea where to go with what you're selling if you don't understand why the other person's agreeing to communicate with you. Number two, at the bottom of each blog, I have a business directory pointing to the companies that I admire, that I've done business with, that I trust. 
and I know will do a good job for the people who contact them. So I'm sorry, I'm still not agreeing with what you're saying. Now I understand what you're saying. Uh, I did not see the network of personal and professional referrals that you have in addition to the content that you provide. I would like to apologize to you for giving you that opinion because that piece of the puzzle is probably in many cases the most valuable. It provides credibility to a global audience. Whenever That's you right. And I link to other people's content all the time. I'm always focused on other people. Outstanding. I need it to be calibrated. I need to, I, I needed to obtain that information from you. And I now have a completely different assessment. This is awesome. I learned something today as a result of our interaction. Finally, I have the piece of the puzzle that was missing. And, and the reason I say that, Eleanor, is because with your high standards in blogging and the requirements uh, that were necessary to participate in your blog, uh, I just I haven't really looked at it. I haven't been capitalizing on the WordPress initiatives that you're involved in. Not at all. Well, if you need the revised guidelines, I will send them. I'd like it. I would like to participate with you on your blog. I have a blog as well. I haven't been active on it over the last couple of weeks because I wasn't getting responses or follow-ups from people. But that doesn't mean that the blog is over. It just means that I want to obtain a new focus. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, going very well. An exceptionally informative interview, very good give and take, and very balanced. Many times when I interview people, it's 70, 30, 80, 20, 90, 10. I really think that our interaction is as close to 50-50 as I've ever seen. And this is my third interview, so this is great. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Yep, that's the way I used to sell. I'd let the other person go first to hear their story, their experiences. And when I saw commonality, I'd share it. And pretty soon we'd be sharing laughter and people would call me a breath of fresh air. And that's how I advanced the sale. And it didn't matter who I met, whether it was the person in the basement, the receptionist or the CEO. Didn't matter. I treated everybody equally. And it was all about a willingness to establish a dialogue and balancing that dialogue with the topic at hand, which is what I always do. Yep. And I think it's very important. I also think the willingness to simply pick up the phone is an attribute that you've uh, shown to me, and I like it. And that's essentially what we're doing. We're picking up the phone. We're interacting in a conversation. We've done it a few times on LinkedIn. We're doing it here in the Crowdcast Forum. And that willingness to pick up the phone is where many times a completely different dynamic will take place because now we hear the voice and we're able to connect with the person. Yes, absolutely. And as a result of listening to you and becoming informed about websites and additional referral content that's provided has influenced my decision to investigate the materials that you provide further. So it's win-win. I'm learning as we're going along here. That's great. Likewise. One of the things that I wanted to do on this interview, and I'm not putting you on the spot. If this question cannot be answered right now, it cannot be answered. What is some advice you would give me to make connections instead of rejections, Eleanor? Oh, 
Well, a lot of people do not do this, and I don't know what your technique is. But before I ever ask to connect with somebody, I read their profile and make sure that I understand it or, you know, look for questions that I might have of them. But their profile intrigues me. I admire their work. Then I reach out to connect. One of the things that I figured out that's very dangerous with doing that is many people have not written their own profile. So many times if I ask them questions about the profile information that they provided, in no matter, shape, or form even resembles them as an individual because they've asked someone else to write it for them. Huh. Okay. Well, then, you know, you move on. If anything, if you use your, I use my intuition. And if something doesn't seem to match up, I just move on. There's no sense wasting time. True. That's true. And, and it also makes communication more efficient and effective because then we can move on to the next person and explore opportunities with them. Exactly. I, uh, we are going to go ahead and conclude this interview with the 30-minute mark. Uh, because uh, we've had a good time. I've enjoyed this. I've learned something new, learned some new things. Have you posted all of your links in the chat? All of them. I see the Smooth Sale link and the Amazon link. And I want to no, make sure. No, I didn't have time to do all of them. You want me to do more? Uh, yes, I do. And the reason why is because this is session number three. This is Eleanor and Jack's event, session number three. It will never go away. Right now, we have 22 people in attendance or 22 people that have been invited. As long as the links are included in the chat, they're there for as long as Crowdcast is around. Okay. Thank so you. I, it's literally breathing. See, right now, you and I are in the uh, verbal interaction mode. We're live, but the chat is always live. And that's something that many people have a difficult time uh, dealing with. You could chat with me in perpetuity and chat. We don't even have to use LinkedIn anymore. The chat box is always live. Okay. I don't um, use it that way because if I put too much stuff in the chat, it may not contribute to the verbal interaction that people are listening to. So I, But I encourage you, if you have 10 or 15 or 20 sites that are germane to Smooth Sailor yourself, please put those sites in the chat right now or at the earliest convenience. Okay, will do. Um, I don't have a ton of links, but, oh, here, wait a minute. If you have a link tree profile, et cetera, somewhere where maybe all of the links are coalesced in one particular site. Oh, okay. And I would also ask you, did you enjoy interviewing with me? Because I had a blast this morning, Eleanor. Yeah, it was very nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got together. I am too. And keep in mind, I'm not sure what your experience with podcasting is or with crowdcasting, but we can schedule additional events. Send me a LinkedIn, send me a LinkedIn message and say, Jack, I'd like to talk about book number one. I'd like to talk about book number two. I'd like to talk about book number three as an example. And we can do that because now we already have a rapport. Okay. So these events aren't necessarily limited to me contacting you and say, okay, Eleanor, I'd like to talk about this. They can be a true exchange of information where you contact me and say, Jack, I'd like to talk to you about this. 
Oh, that sounds good. Uh, one second, I I'm getting there with uh, the rest of the links. Oh, that's sure. Uh, that, I mean, that's fine. Sure. And there's no requirement that you provide them all right now. I just want to once again reinforce that the chat is always live. This is event number three. And feel free to use it as your office. All right. That's very nice of you. I appreciate the offer and your time today, Jack. Thank you. It was a pleasure getting to know you better. Yeah. And like I said, it's an ongoing process. Uh, each time I interact with someone, I learn. I go through some trials and tribulations initially. But I value your input, your feedback, your content. And I also, uh, what I will do at the conclusion of this interview in about a minute and a half, is I will forward this link to others internationally so that they can listen in and become familiar with your products and services as well. That's where I really enjoy working with individuals with the interaction, not only between you and I, but with the customers as well as the prospective customers. It's a good day. Right. So if you'd like to send me the link later, I'd be happy to share it on the platforms. Here you go. And like I said, it's a living, breathing document. I'll send you this on LinkedIn right now. Here you go. And do you know why I like using it? The LinkedIn profile with everyone? Yes. When a message is sent, I hear the noise. So I immediately know when something's been sent and received. Yes. That's the only thing I like about the LinkedIn platform or the number one seller. I can verify that if I'm communicating with somebody, they've received the message. Yes. So that's good. So, that's good. so we've got about 30 seconds left. You can close it, Eleanor, or I can. Your, your call, your choice. Um, it, it's your chat. Please feel free. But thank you for your time today. Thank you for your time, your energy, your efficiency. Uh, a handshake is already being... Uh, produced right now, although you can't see it. And I'm happy that we had this interaction. Invite, excite, and engage are the foundation words that I use when I'm interacting with others. And I always encourage the communication process to continue. We'll be closing this down at the 30-minute mark.